Hello, you're listening to Reb Brad and the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Today is Easter Sunday, and I wanted to share a bonus episode with you. Today's podcast is entitled Being Eastered. I've been blessed as a chaplain and pastor to have some other pastors and leaders and examples in my life. And my guest today, Reverend Dave Meserve, is one of those whom I'm blessed to count as all of those things and especially to count as friend. Rev. Dave is the founder of Urban Sky. He's currently serving as a chaplain with Volunteers of America. One of his latest ventures includes forming a publishing group called Awkward Faith Publishing. Dave's a gifted writer and communicator, and he has for many years now been an example of someone who's been entrepreneurial in his faith walk and his vocational outworking. Not merely remaining behind the brick and mortar of a church building, but someone who's been pioneering and trailblazing ways to take faith into the community, into the neighborhood, looking to make faith more incarnational. I've asked Dave to share with us a devotional message for Easter. You can find a PDF of this devotional on our webpage at soccerchaplainsunited.org. Just look or search for the blog post entitled Being Eastered with Dave Meserve. And no, being Eastered isn't being nutmegged. Dave joins us right after this. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're at the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! The recording of this Easter devotion entitled Being Eastered is for my good friend Brad Kenny of Soccer Chaplains United and all his podcast listeners. What is Easter to you? It's the day we celebrate Christ's resurrection, of course, the crescendo of the church year. It always comes the first Sunday after Passover, a movable feast that follows the full moon after the spring equinox. Easter is the most important day of the year for those who call themselves followers of Christ. It just might not feel that way for you. It may feel more cultural. Nostalgically, Easter is a day of family. Egg hunts, new clothes, chocolate, as well as church. And there's no reason to be cynical about these things. A family Sunday is beautiful. Yet we know that Easter is more than a family holiday and even more than a holy day. In fact, it's more than a noun. Easter is something that happens to us and within us. Easter is a verb. The poet and Jesuit priest Gerard Manley Hopkins coined the verbal form of Easter in his poem, The Wreck of the Deutschland. It's a sad tale of a shipwreck that took the lives of five Catholic nuns. In response to the tragedy, Hopkins wrote this line about Christ, let him Easter in us. For him, Easter is a verb. Now opinions vary what he meant, but some understood it as a nautical term, meaning to steer your craft toward the east and therefore into the light. In this this sense, to let him Easter in us is to be guided by the light of Easter, the light of Christ. Over the centuries, people have been drawn to the light of Easter for different reasons. Early in the church's history, Easter Sunday was the day of baptism. Those seeking to join the community of Christ for the first time did not simply make a profession of faith. Instead, they made their intentions known and were guided on a long path to receive the light of Christ. Lent was the preparation time for their baptism. This included instruction, counsel, and intense examination. For these newcomers, called catechumens, 
To be Eastered was not like honoring a day or making a statement of belief. For them, being Eastered was like preparing to permanently move to a foreign country. It was about entering into a whole new and different kind of life. Others had a different draw toward the light. They were already part of the community of faith through their baptism, but they'd acted in some way that damaged the community. They weren't known as catechumens, but penitents. Their Lent was for council prayer and for acts of reparation as they got ready to re-enter into the community. For them, being Eastered was like returning home after leaving on bad terms. It was about relational redemption. As their deeds had come into the light, they confessed, found forgiveness as they moved back into community. The light of Christ exposed them and then invited them home. It's a beautiful picture of redemption. So these two images of being Eastered, entering a new life or returning home, both connects us with the Eastering of Christ himself. Though he did not need to be converted to a new life, he needed to die in order to create a path for us. Though he did not need to repent, he took our sins as his own and suffered for them to provide us the forgiveness we need so that we can be welcomed home. Easter is very much a verb. To be Eastered is to continually respond to the light of Christ. To be Eastered is to say yes to his invitation into a new kind of life. To be Eastered is to let him see your sins and heal your broken relationships. To be Eastered is to see your suffering in solidarity with his. And ultimately, to be Eastered is to delight in the resurrected life he offers for us right now and for always. So while you enjoy the rich cultural aspects of Easter Sunday, be reminded that you simply don't celebrate Easter, you are Easter. And may Christ himself continue to Easter in you all year long. Amen. Thanks, Dave. That was really rich. Sometime I'll have to have you on the podcast in person rather than just a recording. Well, friends, I hope you caught the emphasis of what Dave was saying. Have you ever considered Easter not as a day or a moment, but as a verb, as a direction, a pathway. It's not about geographical position of latitude or longitude or reading and following a compass heading. Being Eastered is about a spiritual direction of our hearts. So whether you're new in faith or you're in need of a return home, may you and I learn and know the Eastering orientation of Jesus today. Well, this is Rev Brad, and it's been Rev Dave Meserve coming to you from the Touchline.